Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Bring It On Podcast. I am Erin. I am your host. I might be a bit crazy, sometimes obsessed, a little bit overdramatic probably sometimes, but hey, I'm passionate about what I believe in, and I'm not scared to speak it out loud. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. So, that being said, let's go. What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday again. It happens to seem like, or how did that go? It seems to be like Thursday is becoming my new norm around here on the podcast side of things anyways, I guess. So I guess if that's what we're doing, then that's what we're doing. Kind of tweak something here. Anyways, it is, ah, it's February 2nd. It's uh, the first 30 days of the year are smoked already. So how's your year going? You getting stuff done? Not getting stuff done? Like, whoo, I just did an assessment of my 30 days and meh, it's, um, you know, sometimes you got to reassess and the things, the goals that you set for a certain time period or whatever, after you like start thinking about them more, other things become more important. You ever have that? Like, I don't know if this certain thing is exactly what I really wanted to delve into. So kind of doing some reassessing with, with goals as far as the next 30 days goes, which is completely different from what I had for the first. Well, okay. Not completely different. It's just stacking, right? It's stacking. I was looking at one of my 30 day goals was to have summer class schedule planned and what summer classes were going to look like. And now I'm really kind of on the fence as to whether or not I want to add anything for summer because like you have to get to a workable point where you know when something is too much or if are you just forcing it just because to make it happen Um, or is it something that really needs to happen or that you want to happen? Are you just trying to force it? And I kind of feel like with that one, I was kind of trying to force it. So I've been doing a lot of thinking and reflecting on that because like summertime, obviously everybody's more busy doing outside stuff and my training schedule is going to increase personally. Plus we have swim team and, you know, I would like to go do some fun stuff with my kids and spend some more time with my family this year. Um, so I don't know if those, if that, the whole addition of summer classes is even going to happen. We just might wait until fall back to school time goes and light it up. Then it seems to be kind of the flow, right? Um, I don't know, I guess we'll see what happens. I'm not putting anything, taking anything off the table or totally shit canning everything, um, by any means, but just kind of giving it some second thought about like, okay, how much is too much? Because they're just life shifts. And when you do more than one thing, you kind of got to play the shifts and uh, evaluate what you got going on and what's going to make you pull your absolute fucking hair out. So, you know, it's a, I mean, 
balance is bullshit because nothing is ever perfectly balanced when it comes to life. But like finding some type of happy medium or something that is actually workable where you're not killing yourself or and you're not totally fucking off. There, there is a happy medium. So there is a little bit of balance in there. It's just finding what works. And what works like in one season totally does not work in the next. And I don't mean specific like seasons of the year, like spring, summer, fall, winter type season, but that can come into play because there are different activities in the winter. There's different stuff, responsibilities in the summer, yada, yada, yada. You know, like right now we're still calving. So that makes life tense at my house and chaotic and we're almost done. We're so close to being done. I think we've got six head left to go to have calves yet. And then we roll right into breeding season. So, <laughs> you know, then what's May hits like it's the end of school year, cows go to pasture and then like we can have some sense of, do I dare say normalcy, but then swim practice picks up and my racing season picks up. So it's just a different, different, uh, sector of chaos, but it's great. It's fun. Um, yeah. So I've been... How oh, thinking and talking a lot lately here the last few weeks about obstacles and talking with friends about obstacles and um I learned I don't even know when like I don't really know what the pivot point for me was when I finally decided that like the obstacle is the opportunity the opportunity lies in the obstacle because when you're dealt something difficult, right? And I've talked about this before and I talked about this last week. There's been a lot of shit happening to a lot of people that I know. Um, a lot of people are having some real big shit dumped in their plate right now and have been going through some pretty hard times with different things in life. And I just, st every time something happens or I talk to somebody about something. I always have that little voice in the back of my head like, okay, what's the lesson here? How can we turn this into an opportunity? Because really, like, you know, life is going to throw all kinds of difficult shit at us. And it's it's never the same thing unless it's a lesson that we need, haven't learned yet. And then that shit gets repeated until we learn it. Trust me, I have firsthand experience with this. Hard learner hard-headed, slow learner. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Um, excuse me. Oop. But, uh, like I'm banging into stuff over here. The obstacle is the opportunity because anything hard gives you an opportunity to create something new, make a change, or, you know, discover something about yourself. And as bad as it sucks, because Lord knows that there's a lot of really sucky things that are happening to people right now. If we can frame it and look for the lesson and look for the opportunity in it, I think that we fare so much better. I think we really do. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not a hundred percent. Nothing is a hundred percent. The only thing guaranteed in life is that you have to pay taxes and you die. <laughs> That's it. Um, and with where we are in life right now, taxes are really fucking high and like, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'm not going to digress. 
Well, can you tell what I've been working on? <laughs> it sucks. Like, why can't we just make it just a straight 10% of gross taxes, get rid of all the fucking bullshit, and things would operate so much more efficiently? Like, oh my God. Anyways, so I don't want to talk about politics because I just get mad. And, and that's, that's no fun. It's an obstacle. It's a very big fucking obstacle, if I, if I may say so. Sorry, I'm parched. Um, drink your water today. If you've not drank your water and you haven't eaten your protein and you haven't moved your ass, do those things. <laughs> that's how uh that's how that whole system works it's pretty simple you know what's cool I'm gonna take a hard right turn here because you know um I have one of my trailer customers a new trailer customer new to me and um turns out that I talked to him for a little bit on the phone he's like initial phone calls with him have been very short to the point very direct and like this is what I want this is what I'm willing to do make it happen Okay, I can respect that. Like, I can totally, I, I have such an appreciation for people who can make up their fucking mind and make a decision. And, like, I really, and I probably shouldn't say this out loud, I struggle so hard with, with people who have to ask five million fucking questions and know every last detail to come around to the same decision that they started with. It makes me nuts. Like, make a fucking decision already. Oh, I, I'm not an indecisive person. So I struggle with indecision. It makes me kind of crazy. So this guy, uh, is a, I found out today that he's a little bit younger than I am. Um, he has one son who is a little bit younger than mine and we have a lot of similarities and turns out that he owns a gym. He's a workout nut too. And he also um, is partners in a farm and a trucking company and all the things, right? So we were kind of talking this afternoon after we kind of got this deal taken care of and the details on this deal taken care of um, on this trailer that he's buying. And uh, we just kind of started talking a little bit. And I mean, you know me, I never shut up. So he's kind of that way too, which is, is kind of funny um, because the conversation just kind of morphs. It kind of, it, it'll, you'll start kind of one way. And then he just said like something totally random about owning a gym. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Are you serious? And, um, he's like, yeah. And he kind of told me how the situation happened and how he came to own this gym. And then he ended up buying the whole strip mall and <laughs> all of this stuff and hired a couple trainers and people to run the gym and stuff. And he, and I was, I was like, that's so funny because that's kind of what I do too. Um, I said, we rent. I said, we're pretty, we're pretty low rent redneck bucks over here. Just kidding. Um, kind of, kind of not, we kind of are, but <laughs> you know, and kind of talk to him about a little bit of what we do here. And, um, he asked him about like what type of training he likes and all this other stuff. And he just like, he started, he started like kind of going into more depth of like a lot of the things that I've said a million times about like when I have a shit day, I just need to go to the gym and like pound some fucking weights, you know? Um, and I asked him, I'm like, what's your favorite workout, you know, program? And he's, he's like, you're going to think I'm fucking crazy because it's the P90X. The P90X program is pretty intense. 
And I just kind of chuckled and I was like, ah, well, you know, I said, I'm a runner and a triathlete. So like, I like to go run a lot, long distances and ride bikes for hours and hours and hours. (laughs) And then I'm fine. That's my attitude adjustment. And it's funny because, you know, if you know, you know, and if you do it, then you get it. And, you know, if you've been doing it for an extended period of time where you've gotten over that hump of this is so fucking hard and like, I hate this and my body hurts everywhere. And at a certain point, if you do it long enough, you'll gain such an appreciation for that muscle soreness and that fatigue and just putting it all out there and just emptying the tank. Full send is what Murph says. Full send. Send it. And that's how, that's how I feel about working out. That's how I feel about my runs. That's how I feel about spin class. And, you know, any of the classes that I teach, like I expect my, um, the people that I'm teaching, coaching, whatever, to give their best effort. And the biggest struggle for me is with the younger kids. You know, it's hard because they, they're not there. And they don't have that experience. They don't understand the why behind the things that we do, you know. So part of that and part of why it's so important is because I'm teaching them not only just like how to lift the weights, how to position your body, how to move, you know, the things and do the things correctly to avoid injury and help prevent them from getting injured, but also to, you know, teach them that this is fun that yes, they can do this. Yeah, hard things can be fun. And you should look forward to doing difficult things. You know, that's like the whole like essence of it is to teach them and encourage them to learn how to do it, do it right and enjoy it and and feel satisfied and feel that sense of accomplishment when they do a hard workout and they complete it. You know, they're doing more reps or lifting heavier weights and that's freaking awesome that if they can if they can do that stuff and they can also, you know, gain confidence, gain strength and just all the things. And that's that's really what it's all about is to help them gain that confidence and um enjoy it. So, yeah, do the hard things. I say this all the time. Um And if I was David Goggins, I'd be like, stay hard, motherfuckers. That's how that would go. (laughs) But I'm not, because he's a savage, and I'm not. Okay, I'm not as much of a savage as he is, but, like, I do plenty of crazy things that make other people think I'm nuts. I I have a great appreciation for that. I love that. Because if if somebody tells me, like, Aaron, you're fucking crazy, I am doing it right. And I've thought that for a long, long time. It's like if I if people think I'm crazy for doing what I do, then I'm doing something right because I'm pushing limits. I don't want to stay in a box. And, you know, by doing hard things, that pushes you into the realm of being uncomfortable. And you got to just go there repeatedly. And then it just becomes old hat. It's not a huge deal to do uncomfortable things. Like, there's not much that really makes me squirm anymore. Uh, I used to get nervous about hitting record on this podcast, for instance. I was like, oh my God, am I sound like a fucking idiot? Well, yeah, I have. And a lot of times I do sound like a fucking idiot. But who cares? Like, if you can't 
If you can't embrace the suck and embrace failing at things and embrace sucking at things, like how are you ever going to get better at anything? You're not. And like somebody told me that I have a, a, a radio voice, a voice for radio. Thank you for that. That's a pretty cool compliment, um, especially since I've been told for a long, long time that I talk too fucking much. So <laughs> it's kind of nice to hear the alternative that, hey, I actually like to listen to you talk. Oh, okay. Cool. That's so cool. I, I really am like kind of taken aback by that, but that's really awesome. But I've always been a, what did Steven used to call me? Ratchet jaw. That's it. Ratchet jaw. And I'll make, and it's funny because I make shit out of the kids um, lovingly. Okay. Lovingly. They don't, they don't miss any of the, of the smart ass comments or, you know, uh, ribbing or any of that stuff when they come work with me. They, it's not mean and it's done out of love and, but they get ribbed. Uh, you know, I will, I will make shit out of them for being whiners or, um, like some of the girls, some of the older girls, the older girls who are the seventh and eighth graders using like the little one pound weights or the five pound weights. When I know damn well that they are perfectly capable of picking up bigger dumbbells and using them effic- efficiently and effectively. They're just being shits because they know I'm going to call them out and they think it's funny. So they, they rib me just as much as I rib them. So it's fine. And like when we're doing like plank moves or holding a boat pose or something like that or doing Russian twist. I mean, a lot of the core work that we do, they're like, oh my God, this sucks. And then they're whining and I'm like, oh my God, you're such a bunch of babies. What would the, what would the opposing team think of you if you're walking out onto the field? Oh my God, this sucks so bad. It's so hot. I don't want to play today. This is so hard. They're going to crush you, man. They're going to eat your lunch. And then they straighten up. oh my god I love them they're a riot but they do man they test my patience and I know that they do it on purpose little shitheads because they know how to get under my skin Mm -hmm. they're good kids they work hard and I've seen them play at games and I've seen them practice at other practices and they do they do work hard but they're kids, so you know they gotta have some goof off time too because they're kids. So it's not all like super serious or anything like that. It's a good time, and I appreciate them. And they keep coming back, so they must either a enjoy it or their parents are like, "You're fucking going." <laughs> I'm sure there's probably a little bit of both, but you know, hey, if it helps them in some sort of way. And, you know, if I can, if I can make an impact on one kid and have a positive impact on that kid's life moving forward, then it's all worth it. It really is. Even, even when I want to pull, pull my hair out and whip dumbbells at them, which I would never do. I would never do. So don't get your knickers into that. Anybody that gets their knickers into that over that, I can't take a fucking joke, does not listen to my podcast because I am too... uncultured and unrefined for them. And I'm totally okay with that. I, my Facebook bio says not for everyone. (laughs) And I mean that I am not for everyone. 
Nor should I be, because how fucking boring would that be? Life would be boring. So, um, and these next, probably this month, um, is probably going to be a little heavy, um, especially for a close friend of ours here. Um, she's got some pretty big trials to overcome and I know it's going to be a long process and it's very difficult and there are, it's, it's got to be very scary. And I know that she's got a lot of determination that runs through her veins. Very deep, very deep, very stubborn. And I appreciate that. And she needs that resilience. So I don't know if at some point in time, maybe we'll talk about this. Maybe I should, we should talk about this at some point on the podcast. If she'd be willing to do that, I'll have to ask her and, uh, talk about the, all the things I don't, I don't want to like divulge too much information because it's, it's not anything that's really out there in public yet. So, um, but I think that would be good for people because, you know, we learn from the struggles of others and we we learn so many things not just like facts and stuff like that but like it makes when we listen to somebody's story that struggled through something and had to overcome something especially when it's really big and very difficult and very scary that we learn it that affects our heart not just our heads but man that really affects our heart and I feel like it's a very humbling um, experience because you're listening to somebody who has struggled through a very difficult time. And we all have somebody that we know that's gone through something super difficult. And, you know, it makes us feel some kind of way. And then it, if we think about it more, then it also has an effect on like how we treat others, how we look at our own lives and how we evaluate the things that we do and say, and how we interact with people. And I feel like it kind of brings us back and grounds us a little bit. We need those reminders because man, do we just get poured so deep and so fucking hard into the things that we're doing with work and with kids and with family and with all the things, especially if you are, I mean, especially if you're a business owner, you know, I mean, I know I've been on both sides of the table. Well, fuck both sides of the table at the same time, too. So I know what it's like to be, you know, at a high-stress job where you have a lot of demands. And then I also know what it's like to be the owner of a company and all of those things. And it's it's a lot of this. There's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of crossover. But, man, when, you're, when you own the company or you're building or trying to build a business, that's like – it's like another kid. It's like your baby. And you pour so much into that, that it's heavy. And then to have something come up and like just totally fucking sideswipe you out of the blue, like you just got T-boned by a semi and you're hanging on by a thread. And everything else just stops in your world. Because right now you just got so the world just stopped it for you and now you have to focus on this 
that's really fucking hard, especially when it's a very difficult situation. So I think when we talk about those kind of situations with people who have gone through very difficult things in their lives, I think that helps the rest of us. Maybe we haven't had that difficult of a situation face us yet. And, and I say yet because typically like sooner or later, every one of us is going to have some kind of shit sandwich. It's just, it's just life. That's just facts. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but like at some point in time, we're all going to have a big shit sandwich that we're going to have to eat. And sometimes they're worse than others. So it just depends. But like, you know, that saying goes, you've survived 100% of your worst days. I mean, it's really true. You have. If you're still here taking a breath, you have. So like, I would like to share more stories about people on here so that like some of the people that I've gotten to know can, that you guys don't know, can tell their story so you can kind of get to know them a little bit better and I don't know. It's kind of, it's cathartic and it's grounding and it makes you stop and really take a slow, long look and put your own life in perspective, especially when you're having a shit week where you want to reach to the phone and fucking strangle people. Or if you're having to stare them face to face and not strangle them, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of perspective, some perspective. Oh, goodness sakes. So that's kind of what's on on my mind for today. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this whole thing goes. I'm, I'm just an outsider. I'm just a bystander. So, but I'm here to support and like anything, anything I can do to help, I'm here. And, you know, these people know that. And that's part of why they come here. You know, that's been something with the amount of shit that's been going on with the people, my friends and the people that come here the last several weeks. Like, it, it really, on one hand, is, is difficult. But on the other hand, it makes me feel so good that we have been able to create this safe space. And I've, and I've not heard this just once. I've heard this multiple times that when I walk through this door, like, all the shit just drops outside and I come in here and I just can breathe man that is freaking monumental and that when we when Danielle and I first started here that was like that was like our ultimate goal is for us to be able to create a space where people come here and they're not afraid to be themselves they feel good energy when they come through that door they have uh, a positive association with this crappy old building. <laughs> I mean, because it, that's what it is. It's kind of a crappy old building. It's old. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just old. And it's not some place that's new and fancy, but it has the, we've been able to create a good vibe here and a, a, a safe space not like I need to go cry in the fucking corner because Johnny called me a bitch safe space. Okay. Not like that. Like an actual real safe space that people can come. And even if they just need to like sit on the floor, 
and be in silence for 10 or 15 minutes or drag out a bag and kick the shit out of it or like lift some weights to burn off the crazy or get on a bike. I mean, all the, all the things that we can do here. It allows, it. we have been able to, I don't know how we did it, but I don't know how it happened. I mean, and it's not just Danielle and I, it's the people here, everybody. Everybody has created this really cool space. And I fucking love it because I get to be here every single day. And I'm the one that's here pretty much all the time. And I get to experience this the most, which is cool. Like, I think that's pretty cool. And I appreciate that. And I have, I'm very grateful for that. That, and I'm not working from home because working from home fucking sucks. Okay, it sucks for me. It might not suck for you, but it super sucks for me and I hate it. So I like having space away where I can work and then space at home that's home. And yeah, do I have an office in my house? Yep. I have a computer there? Yep. Can I do all the same things there? Yep, I sure can. But that's only when I absolutely have to. Because when I go home, I want to just be home. And inevitably, you know, it's hard because I do several different things. And sometimes those things dribble over into the after quote office hours, but not like huge. So, and I've been able to over the years with some help from my very persistent husband, who's is like, you need some fucking boundaries. <laughs> and I took his advice and he was right. And I did that a number of years ago. And after that, like everything changed and it was awesome. So yeah, I like my space. I like my personal space in here, which is actually is open to anybody. Danielle uses my space every once in a while. I mean, I don't care. She knows how to get into my computer. That's cool. Whatever. I don't care. Like she can't fuck anything up worse than I can. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> I know enough to be dangerous. It's all good, but it's good. It makes me happy. And you know, we've been here a couple years now and, um, yeah, we're, yeah, shit. Yesterday was, because when did we take 2020? It was three years yesterday. Holy Jesus, Batman. We opened this place right before the world shut down. And here we are still going. That's awesome. So I guess cheers to year three or four, or three, or four, whatever, whatever year we're going <laughs> into, 2020, 2021, going into year three. Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Bleh. At least I think that's what it was. I don't know. Like, I lose track of time. So whatever, just laugh. It's fine. Aaron's an idiot. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I guess that is my segue into getting the fuck out of here. So um, I guess I'll catch you guys next week. Have a good weekend. It sounds like the weather on Monday is supposed to be like in the 40s. So you know where I'm going to be? Outside running. Yeah. I ran four miles yesterday outside. It was one degree. It was a little chilly, but it was fabulous because that's my first outdoor run in months. I feel a little bit more human again. I just, I just want to be able to keep going because that's my therapy. I need that. I fucking need that in my life. So find what you need to be your therapy in a positive manner and go do that. 
on a regular basis. And if you're, oh, here's something else I've been doing today because I've been kind of like dragging because I was up late last night. I didn't go to bed on time. And uh, so like I'll go out and I'll do like 10 push-ups and 20 mountain climbers every, I don't know, hour or two. And it kind of like gets your blood flowing and jacks you back up and then I'm good to go again. So normally I would have drank a pot of coffee by now just to get through this, but that is actually working for me. So tip for your Thursday is if you're starting to drag ass and get droopy, instead of reaching for that coffee, just go up and like do some burpees or run up and down, run up and down the stairs like six or seven times, do it for like a minute or something like that, or 30 seconds just to get your blood flowing again. And you'd be amazed at how much energy you like spark up for a little while. So that's your tip for Thursday. Keep the dirty side down, friends, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you guys so much. Really, honestly, I do. Have a kick-ass day.